That segment was brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. First off, it's free. There's also creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast just as great as this in one place. Go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Season 2, Episode 4, The Boys Are Back, and football, heavy opposite of front. Back. Football, back, boys, back, Battlestar Galactica. It's Season 2, Episode 4. We have yet to talk about Brady. So let's get right back to it. Welcome back to the Washed Up Podcast. Let's get it! In the field, cause I've been seen this coming round the bend. Get the bands by the trend next summer on the man. Quit playing, got a plan for my commas, uh. This shit is a breeze. Me and my ego, we think of some thieves. I got tricks up my sleeve. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, season two, episode four. And we haven't done one co-host yet. Brass, who do we got tonight? Brady, aka Secretly Bradford. No. It's definitely Bradford on the birth certificate. It's definitely Bradford on the birth certificate, but we get a little to dive into. We got to dive into the life and the mind of Brady. And Brady, you know how we rock with these interviews. Fuck that. I'm six foot. I've never dunked. Yes, I'm washed up. I'm not a great reader and I can't spell, but I don't care about me right now. The NFL is back. The most important sport and maybe the most important thing in all of the land. And Belichick is that sport he is the evil genius that we thought he was and we're gonna dive a little more into that when we talk about the bucks but i'm just so excited for football to be back and i told i've said on this podcast that i love basketball so much but literally what what is it what was it monday night that there was the two games on and the one starts early i flipped at, at a commercial to go to the sports center see what was going on no idea the clippers were playing game six that, that like a very yeah. important game <laughs> dude what dumbass in the NBA thought it would be a good idea to have Game 6 start at noon with all of the other football games? I don't know. I, I have never sure. played a down of football in my entire life. I've played more pickup basketball than is absolutely necessary for anybody in the world. So I should <laughs> relate to basketball way more, but it doesn't matter. I'm glued to the NFL at all times. 100%. I'm the same way. And listeners, we will maybe, who knows, get to an actual interview of Brady, but there is just too much going on. Yeah. In the I, world I right have now. a lot of self-confidence and I know my self-worth and it's not even close to the what we have to talk about today. Yeah. All so right. Let's, yeah. Let's, yeah. Oh, that, that is what it is. It yeah. is. He said it. We didn't say it. Let's get to, what did I say? I didn't say it, but I totally agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So where do you want to start? Well, I mean, the Belichick is the NFL kind of goes into everything we're going to talk about. So I kind of want to start with the Bears because it's 
like the freshest topic for all of us because you guys are diehard Bears fans. I'm a diehard Bucks fan. Everybody knows that. But um, <laughs> all I know is that Detroit lost. Right. But I'm going to talk about the freshest thing. On my way home today, I got a breaking news on my phone that Allen Robinson may want to get traded. And I, I literally can't fathom this. I can't fathom this to be true because if you watch the 30-second highlight tape of Mitch Trubisky in his first four years – 27 seconds of that highlight tape, throwing the ball or attempting to throw the ball towards number 12. Yes. Yeah. What really pisses me off about Allen Robinson not getting paid is that we let the other wide receivers set the market where we could have offered him 16 and a half, 17 million a year for four years, five years. And now Keenan Allen just got paid 20 million a year. Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper. Got paid. Well, he got paid last year, but whatever. Yeah, he still counts. And then Nuke comes out and is the highest non-paid quarterback in the NFL. And the funny, the crazy thing about DeAndre Hopkins is he negotiated his own contract. That's impressive. That's awesome. Dude's a beast. Yeah. But the, you know, DeAndre Hopkins, he actually did all the paperwork and shit like that too, like negotiated it. But he showed it on the field too. Like it doesn't matter what type of fucking agent you have if you're putting up numbers right. consistently every Agreed. year. And yeah. that's what Allen Robinson is doing. And he's done it. And everybody's heard this a million times. He's done it with quarterbacks who we may not even know existed in 20 years. Yeah. I hope that's not true about Trubisky because I actually do, it's probably I do like true. It. But it's still, probably true. Man. He literally is their offense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like Ryan Pace, he he goes crazy and trades up picks. He doubles down to get Trubisky. And then he goes and gets Foles. And then he triples down on Trubisky again. And now he's not going to pay the biggest asset to Mitchell Trubisky. And we're paying an injured defensive end to not play football and Robert Quinn. Like what the fuck is going on? I, I mean, it's just – It's it really mad. It doesn't man. make sense to me. And that's what brings me to the Belichick thing. Like not only is he a phenomenal head coach, but he's also probably the best GM that there is because every day you walk into that fucking facility, you know professionalism is all you can have. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that is the mindset of the rest of the fucking teams. And that brings me – Sort of to the Bucks, which is Bruce Arians, and after the game, he he goes, "Oh yeah, those interceptions were Tom Brady's fault." Yes, I totally understand they were. He threw the ball to the other team. But, but <laughs> did, Belichick, did Belichick ever do that? No, no, he never threw him under the bus. Cam Newton all of a sudden is a is fucking straightforward. Nothing to be said. No, no antics. No nothing when he goes over to the Patriots. Ooh. And that's because Bill Belichick. Somebody tried to snatch his chain, bro. Right, but still. Every day <laughs> Bill digress. Belichick wakes up, he smiles maybe once or twice a day, and that's what it takes to be successful. Bruce Arians takes that Bruce Arians take that stupid fucking hat off, and you walk in there and you be a professional every day. If you want to be successful in the NFL as a coach or a GM, you can't be happy. So that's basically what I have to say about that. Bruce Arians wears that type of hat that guarantees the person wearing the hat calls movies films. Right. Does that make any sense? <laughs> and then he's gonna talk to you he's gonna talk to you about football. What do you know about football? You were at fucking what's the what's the movie, the hipster movie festival? Sunset? Sundance? Sundance. Sundance, yeah. You're a Sundance guy, Bruce Arians. Yeah. Fucking, Get out of here. I, I always was the guy with your who indie never, documentaries. I always knew Belichick had as much to do with Tom Brady's success as Tom Brady did with Belichick's success. But now I'm taking that full blown back. I want to go back to being a diehard Patriots fan. I want Tom Brady to go back to the Patriots. Yeah, that's fair. And I, 
But we're so understand. fine. Like the Bucks are. Fine. Yeah, as a diehard yeah. Bucks fan of yourself, yeah. you're fine. Yeah, well, yeah, we're we're gonna be totally fine. You're yeah. chilling. Robert Gronkowski is slow. Yeah, and um, I, you know what? Let's just go back to the Bears. So yeah, um, so uh, <laughs> so here's what here's what here's what the problem is. Um, three quarters get washed because we win. Right, and I three quarters of mediocre throws, missing screen routes, missing fucking slant routes, under throwing, behind throwing, side throwing, all these things that I th- I texted my cousin at two forty saying really hard to stay positive right now, no doubt, and then at three twenty said never mind all the way back. That first half of football was one of the most boring halves of football I've ever seen in my life. But I will give Mitch Trubisky credit because there's two key throws in that game that could have turned around the first three quarters and everybody would have said Mitch had a great fucking Mm -hmm. full game. Two passes to Jimmy Graham. Five years ago, he makes those catches, no doubt about it. One's a touchdown and one's a 15-yard first down on third and and whatever, 12. That that goal line... Almost catch where it just looked like you couldn't even get an envelope under That's Jimmy what I mean. Yeah, and he he jumped really twice. But in the same aspect, he's he still has the same morale while walking around. Which oh, is, yeah. did you see even after he looks like, like a scared when, puppy? Yeah, when the Bears were walking through the tunnel, um, like you saw some players like let's fucking go, blah blah blah, and then Mitch walks go, he goes let's go. Yeah, like. It's like you, you did well for the last quarter, but, like, show something. Like, yeah. have some sort of emotion other than, is this okay? Are we okay? I know that no defense will ever be the 85 Bears. So, like, I get it that Jim McMahon fucking stunk. And they also had a guy named That's Walter blasphemy. <laughs> oh, okay, whatever. Shut up. He was they the only franchise quarterback this franchise has ever had. Aside and, from Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler. his Bears jersey under his suit to the White House when the Packers won, and that's the coolest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. But still, he had that swagger about him that no matter what happened, and I know he can't even see anymore because of CTE, but still, <laughs> it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter who you are. Like We were talking about how Belichick, he has yes. never smiled. No, but I if you're going to play the quarterback position, like we were talking about last week, that the swaggy shortstop is back. Yeah. You can't be a quarterback that looks scared shitless 24-7. Right. Exactly. If you're a wide receiver, you're going to go across the middle and right. get, maybe get killed. Right. Like Johnny Knox. Sorry, rest in peace. And you get to look back yeah. and your guy's Mitch Trubisky. You're, you're like, like, oh, that guy's going to leave me right where I want to be. That no. guy, he, Mitch just looks like he's the guy that will come up to you all the time and be like, is everything okay? Like, yeah. I'm doing all right, correct? Yeah. Like, is, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm doing good, right? Yeah. He's Please just, tell me I'm doing good so yeah. I know that I'm yeah. doing good. He's going to ask a defensive lineman if he's doing a good job yeah. at quarterback. Hey, are you, <laughs> are you doing okay? Yeah. Are you Are you good? Am I okay? Should I not have been behind you? And it's like, no, I'm, I'm the center. You should be behind me. Okay, just checking. If he gets his shit together a little bit and gets a little more amped, they're going to be fine because Khalil Mack on that sideline in the first half going at his guys after they – I don't know if it was a touchdown or I don't remember what happened, but he got – into them, which he didn't do last year, and that's what Nagy asked him to be this year. It's like more vocal, and it was <clears throat> fucking awesome. They may have given up two touchdowns after he talked to him like that, but they still won the game. But I think the main thing with our defense is, and I know this shouldn't happen because it's a professional football team, but the morale gets taken out when even if you do stop them, 
what happens? Right. You're back You're on, the field, back on the field in less than yeah. two minutes. Right. Yeah. Like maybe four snaps, maybe. And so it's tough. Like then once you saw that, sure, we did leave Swift wide open and thank you. We owe you a steak dinner from all of Chicago. DeAndre whiffed. <laughs> am I right? Nice. <laughs> nice. We Go all on, just fist bumped. It was good radio. Um, but it's obviously easier on the defense when the offense has a chance. Oh, and no, so once right. Mitch starts looking like he's putting throws on the money, it gives the defense like, oh, fuck. Now we can do our part and it's worth something rather than like, fuck, we have to win this game. Yeah. Because the whole entire time, every group chat I was in, anything talk about the Bears was we need a defensive turnover. We might even need a defensive touchdown. Right. But we can't bank on that week in and week out. Right. That's mm-hmm. why they – I mean – that's why on paper and on stats, they like dwindled last year from two years ago, their defense, even though <clears throat> their defense was great last year. But when they went, what did they go two years ago when they 12 and four 12. and they had six defensive touchdowns? Right. That's what I mean. Yeah. We got spoiled. With that, that can't keep happening. Like no. we're talking yeah. about when you're on the field, 80% of the game. Yep. So run the damn football. Run the damn football. I don't know how many times I have to fucking say it. I, I, I can't believe that I invest this much time into a team that I'm not even a diehard since I was born. Everybody knows I'm a diehard Bucks fan. But, like, it's hard not to get into it the way right. the way it's – because I listen to a lot of the thousand and all of social media. I, am, I was so happy to see – but not really at the same time, people still bagging on Mitch, even after you, even after they won. Because they're still like, that's still three terrible quarters of football, and they know it's not going to be, that can't be successful for the rest of the year. But previous right. years, if he had one good quarter, it was like, oh, we're going back to the Super Bowl, we're all fine. Right. So I like that. I hope that, I, I, I don't know about this though, sometimes fans hold players more accountable than whatever is going on in that front office in Chicago. I don't yeah. know if how you guys feel about it. I don't know if you ask. I mean, obviously, you can't ask McCaskies to fucking give up the team. Or yeah, how do you still? How do you feel about Ryan Pace and that front office? And actually, Nagy. They never talk about him anymore. Yeah, they Nagy's got Pace. the respect of the locker room. I like Nagy. I cannot stand Ryan Pace. I just think his decision making is so piss poor. He's missed on all of his top draft picks, and it's just. Maddening. It's the same story over and over. Sure, he hits on a late round draft pick and Eddie Jackson. Cool. That doesn't make up for Kevin White, Leonard Floyd, Mitch Trubisky. Those are top 10 picks, top five picks for two of them in Kevin White and Mitch Trubisky in a ninth seven. overall pick. Oh, seven. In ninth <laughs> Chicago hates seven. Chicago's, a, yeah. Chicago's not a big fan but of number still, seven. Still, I mean, like. Except for Ben Gordon, he was a great number seven. So, yes. yes. He was seven. Okay. The one thing I don't understand about the Bears is well, there's so much I don't understand about the Bears, but Cordell Patterson, every <laughs> single kickoff, just somehow returns at 35 plus yards. Yeah, it's just, incredible. Just like, and if he doesn't, we're like, well, that was a bummer. Yeah, right. But we have the Swiss Army knife of Tariq Cohen. How about we add two feet to him and get Cordell Patterson in the game? Yeah. Yeah. But, but then they don't use him the way they used to recall, and they just line him up in the I formation and run him up the middle. Cordell Patterson. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, I don't. I don't understand. Like, what? I mean, sure. Do does a punt and Mitch's throws sometimes share the same rotation? Absolutely. So why not put Cordell out there to catch it? Mm-hmm. 
Because when that duck snort comes wobbling around, guess who's familiar with catching those? Cordell Patterson. All I'm saying is that now pace has quadrupled down on this guy. So if you even think about putting Foles in for one snap this year, I will fucking freak out. No, right when we won, I said six more weeks of Mitch. No, he has to. Play I think every four more game. weeks. I think he we has get, to play every single game. I think he was, the, he's not going to play every he's single not game because going to play every game. The the one quarter that we had is going to come every eight. I know, but that's what I'm saying. He has to play every single game. To, to Do you think know. that the Bears could offensively keep up with the Falcons, even if our defense is having a good day? We're going to go down 27 points. Well, the Falcons are a great team to bring into this argument because their offense is so stacked. But they have to be the most frustrating team to follow. Yeah, that to I be a fan of. Followed and gambled on. I'm addicted to it. I can't stop. But still, like you don't know who you're going to get with the Falcons. But I agree. You with, do know you're going to get points, right? But I agree with like teams like if we ever had to play Kansas City or fucking the Rams look like they're going to put up a trillion. The points. Packers put up forty three. Yes. But Aaron Rodgers is still Aaron Rodgers. Oh, it's the Aaron Rodgers fuck you tour 2020. Yeah, I just wish he did it in, in Chicago. That would have been so but tough. That's, but that, that, been that was kind of a good sign for, for the Bears that game because neither of their defenses are very good. And Kirk Cousins will always shit the bed for you no matter what. And Aaron Rodgers put up four great quarters, but that's that's like vice versa of the Bears. He has to put up four great quarters. Like the Bears' defense has to put up four great quarters. Yeah, the Packers' defense is bad. Like uh, everyone losing said, Blake Martinez really oh, showed yeah. Yeah. in the run game. Holy Did shit! Did he go to New York? Yeah, he's yeah. on the Giants. Yeah, that's the other thing I'm afraid of. Our run defense looked real soft. Adrian Peterson was Dude, running all no, over the Bears. No, it's just Adrian Peterson. Yeah, that I'm not too worried about our run defense. What it's, about Saquon this week? That's I'm I'm fine with it. <laughs> Have you have, have the Bears ever defended Adrian Peterson well? uh, in true. four million years of his career? Yeah, that's we have true. not once. He whipped him. us with a belt. Am I right? Oh, oh no! God. Yeah. All right, kickers have one job. Yeah, I mean, like this couldn't be in more of a literal sense that kickers have to kick. Yeah, it makes no fucking sense to me, and I will never go out there and try and do what they do to try and prove a point. I'm just going to sit back and tell them that they should fucking kick the ball through the fucking yellow, th- yellow thing that comes up, the big old yellow thing that they've been kicking through for fucking 25 years plus for majority of kickers. You don't me, see me, a me. lot of rookie kickers out there. Goskowski's been in the Super Bowl. Me, me, me. For what is Patriots. a field goal? Did I nail it? That was a Jeopardy joke. That was good. Thanks. I got good. it. I thought you were going for more of like a uh, Martian. You know what I actually (laughs) think it is? Like, I think every kick is turning into a pressure kick because there's nobody in the stands. So all the kickers are just getting the yips. Yeah. I understand. Except for Santos. I understand that. I understand that you can have currency. I actually don't understand how you can have the yips, though, because you're paid to do one fucking thing. Like, that's all you're supposed to do is kick the ball through the fucking poles. Yeah, it's like if you had somebody on an NBA team whose one job it was, anytime somebody got fouled, go shoot a free throw. Right. You don't have to read the defense. But maybe sometimes that free throw is on the three-point line, you know, because the the distance differs. Oh, wait. But, you know, okay, so what? (laughs) 
But that's not the that's not the fact of it. I know. The fact of it is that the extra point it's just one job. is from the same spot every single time. But I'm not even talking about that. I don't care if it's from fucking 52 yards. If you can hit it in practice, you should hit it in the game. You should never worry about it being blocked because you should never put that in your head. And the wind and everything, that's fine. Go out there before the game. You get out there before everybody else. Judge the wind. Judge I, where you are. You get paid millions of dollars to do it. I have I mean, an like, idea I, on that because the spread of that Tennessee-Denver game was three. So, miss one extra point. Now, that is just taken out of the, the equation. Right. Either win the game or you lose the game. Right. And game meaning bet, which I lost. Yeah, We need to start getting professional athletes to understand more of that. Like, right, because if you game. make that extra point, sure, there's no huge pressure because you've made something. Because he was 0 for 3 on field goal attempts. 1 up for until- 4. What? Really? Maybe Ghost for, was no, just shaving day. points. Yeah, one for four. So, oh, right, right, 0 for right, right. 3 by the time that last second field goal comes down into play. That's why I like – I love the Vic Fangio move. I love that move. I mean, based on numbers, maybe you go, hey, he's over three. He's got to hit one. Or you say he hasn't been close all fucking night. What's the what, – what has changed? What makes you think he's going to be able to do it now? That he's a Hall of Fame kicker and that... Well, no, that's the it. biggest joke of it all, is that the guy calls him a Hall of Fame kicker. He's yeah, that's for four such a sick the joke. the game of the year. Five players get into the Hall of Fame every year, and you're going to tell me fucking kicker gets it? Get out of here. Well, Robbie Gold is going right into the goddamn Hall of Fame. I mean, that's <laughs> that's like even, that's still going to be close with how good yeah, he is. With how good he has been, that's still going to be close. Yeah, I agree. But I mean, that is a good sign for the Bears this year. But we haven't talked about the kicker yet. The Bears. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a great fucking point. That's a great point. Bears undefeated. Patriots undefeated. Bucks defeated. Defeated. Winless. <laughs> okay, I think that sounds worse. Let me let me get this point across real quick. Are the Saints not a top three team in the NFL? Not not the NFC alone. Are they not a top three team? No, they're. I don't know. Uh, I'd put Chief. the Ravens, Ravens Chiefs, Chiefs, and, oh, and the so Seahawks. The Ravens have a quarterback who's a who's a uh, veteran running. and wins a lot of playoff games. No, they have a running back, don't they? Right. <laughs> at this point, he did look like he was looking at how wobbly. Drew Brees' throws were, and the yeah. fact that he wouldn't throw over 15 yards, I think they signed Jameis for a reason. Well, that's another thing, that going back to the Belichick thing, Sean Payton is a fucking professional, great fucking coach, Hall of Fame coach. Jameis Winston on the sidelines got an earpiece in, talking to the quarterbacks, talking to the team. He wouldn't do that in Tampa Bay. No. That's why I, I didn't do enough research, and I am very worried, even though we're still so fine in Tampa Bay. We're you still so fine. This is like me and Brez. Five games into the MLB season, and look where we're at now. Right. I mean, yeah, we're so we have, we have a bounce back. We have a bounce back game against Carolina, who's going to be the fucking NFL's punching bag this year. And uh, they look respectable. Uh, when do houses become on fire? When it's that meme of the guy sitting in a house on fire, like this, this is fine. Yeah. Is that week three or week four? Week four. Week four? It's I mean, a quarter of the season. There's two things in the NFL that are true. You never bet against Tom Brady, and you never bet against Aaron Rodgers. Mahomes is getting there because I don't see them losing a fucking game. But still, you don't <laughs> bet against those two guys. So I don't give up until it's statistically 
fucking A. Statistically impossible for them to make the playoffs. That's when I would give up. That's how long it would take for me to give up. Yeah, that's fair. In the hunt. Because <laughs> I have made so many people money on Tom Brady, and they would be freaking out when they're losing. And I tell them that stat over and over again. Not the stat, the same. You never bet against him. You can never, ever bet against him. I don't care how old he gets. Until he proves me wrong, I will never bet against Tom Brady. How many times does he need to prove you wrong that you're now just proven wrong? Once. So you're proven wrong? No. <laughs> it's, it's one week. They're going to be fine. They're going to the fucking Super Bowl. You know, it was a real... They're going to the Super Bowl until they're not. The biggest gut they're punch, <laughs> I think... Was Tom Brady coming out and saying that the Bears were like in top consideration? Yeah, but that hurt. Here's the thing: he got swindled by Tampa Bay because he thought that they were going to be professionals and things were going to get be run like the Patriots run it, even though clearly they're not. And he walked into the Bears facility maybe for 30 seconds. It was like, okay, this place is not a place of winning football. And the Bucks are? We're undefeated. He got swindled, and so did I. I just said that, Matthew. Oh, well, Thomas Bradford should have read a little bit more into his choices. Yeah, but he also said a super soft move, but super respectable. What's a better marketing city for the TB12 brand? He's, Chicago or Tampa Bay? Like, come on, man. Make yourself <laughs> a little bit of money. He said the main reason this came out, I don't know if he said this, like, or it's just a fucking TMZ thing, that he... Went to Tampa Bay instead of Chicago because of the weather. Yeah, it's because he's 80 years old. And that's the thing. He needs to fucking realize that vacation's over. (laughs) Or else I'm going to have a lot of fucking... I'm going to have to sit here and not talk while you guys bash the Bucks because I have nothing to say. We're not bashing the Bucks. No, I'm saying, but you should because I I literally have been talking about how we're going to the Super Bowl. You... If Chris Godwin didn't change his number, you guys would be fine. (laughs) Aaron Rodgers doesn't deserve to wear the number 12. That's a spicy take. It's just true. It's just fact. Win fucking six Super Bowls and you can wear number 12. Alan Robinson can wear it because I love him. And he's a wide receiver. So I got a right. softball game tonight and my jersey's number 12. Is that okay? Yep. Okay. You've won six championships in my book. Thank my you. FIFA creative player is named number 12. His name is number 12? <laughs> no. <laughs> but his actual jersey number is 86. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck. Um, I am 12. (laughs) (laughs) The last NFL thing I wanted to talk about is that I know it's the Giants, and the Giants are the epitome of fucking bad football and a terrible GM like we've been talking about. But, like, the Steelers look fucking good. And that ben defense, though. was walking around on fucking three pinkies last night, and they still fucking smacked them. Yeah, that defense Rodgers is just... Rodgers looks terrible. He looks bad. <laughs> he was dropping eggs in the basket, though. Oh, I know, because if you, if you just let a fucking quarterback who's also going to the Hall of Fame just sit back there, he's going to fucking drop eggs no matter what. Yeah. The second he gets pressured, he just starts, like, falling around like he forgot how to walk. He ran for a first down. Oh, yeah, great. He lumbered his big-ass body. We were, calling, we were calling Trubisky Mitchell Vick last year. I think that was just you. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it checks out. But still, I think the Steelers are going to be fucking scary. Yeah, top. that's a good futures bet. Um, now a little, uh, let's do a little fantasy talk for us. Who do you rank in the top? Let's do three because if we go five, we're going for another hour. Number Who's one the best? is unanimous is Christian McCaffrey. Oh, yeah. yeah. Un- 
unlike unquestionably this year. I don't know if he'll get as many targets as he did under Ron Rivera because, like, nobody knows what Matt Rule's play style is. And he seemed to really like having his old, like, his old college player in Robbie Anderson. Like, Robbie Anderson got twice as many targets as DJ Moore. Bench. Yeah. I think he's going to snap this year. Robbie Anderson? Yep. It's Roby. Roby. Easy okay. to say that now after he snapped. Yeah. He was a monster on the chat, but they think. Yeah. <laughs> but number two, based on how good the offense should be, is Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, like Aaron Jones had 19 touchdowns last year. I could totally see Zeke having a similar season. And then number three, just because he's an absolute freak, is Saquon Barkley. Ooh. My buddy. I think Kamara might be better than him this year. My buddy FaceTimes me. He FaceTimes me last week and goes, I have the second pick. I go, Saquon Barkley, it's not even fucking close. Last night, I I would be a little, I would be yeah. a little worried. If, if, if it was a snake draft and I took Saquon and, then you, and you could have gotten Zeke or Kamara, I'm just saying for that pick. So you got the first four, and you took second and Saquon. I'm not feeling great right now. I'm not worried because the Steelers are the best defense in the NFL. Like, they're better than the Bears, no question about it. They generate pressure on every single play, including run plays. That's bananas. They were blowing up the backfield before Saquon could even get the ball from Daniel yeah. Jones. Oh, I know, but I'm in like saying, Saquon like would fight his way to the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Their offensive line is, is as bad as it's been, and it hasn't been good in the past fucking ten years. Dude, it's I I don't bad. I don't even think it's that bad. Like, you just think I mean I literally just jerked off to the Steelers, so I agree with you. But <laughs> like JJ Watt or JJ Watt, TJ Watt, and uh, the guy on the other side, Cameron Hayward. Maybe. He's in the middle, though. No, He's not Cameron Hayward. Seven from the Ohio State University. Um, the guy's name is escaping me right now. But he sacked the shit out of Daniel Jones on <laughs> one of those plays. Like, Daniel Jones was just standing there, and then he wasn't. And, like, <laughs> like he was just off the screen. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy. That guy broke through the line of scrimmage and just... I know, but... Crushed him. Like... The Giants look okay. No. They don't look good. They look bad. Yeah, and it's tough to be a New York sports fan. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But it's yeah. also to be it's tough to be Saquon right now because but, that's like the main thing. I know there's I think Brez, you're a Daniel Jones believer. But he's gonna be the Jameis Winston of fantasy football this year. I mean he's gonna he's been slinging it to Darius Slayton. Hell yeah. My boy. <laughs> Um, but I just think it, I think there's with the Cowboys there's not as much pressure on Zeke and with the Saints there's not as much pressure with Kamara. So I think Saquon's in a very tough spot where if he doesn't put up multi touchdown games, the Giants have a very tough time of winning the game. See, here's the difference between Zeke and Kamara, or between Kamara and Saquon: the volume. Right. Zeke oh, yeah. runs the ball. Or Jesus. Saquon runs the ball like 300 <laughs> times a year and will still get 10 targets a game. Right. That's invaluable in fantasy just because it leads to opportunities. Right. Opportunities plus talent equals fantasy success. Kamara gets roughly 200 carries a season, but he gets like 80 to 90 targets. Mm-hmm. That's really good. 90 targets as a running back is incredibly valuable. But with how much they're mixing in Latavius Murray, he's not getting as many reps. That's also going to lead to Latavius Murray – 
leeching touchdowns away from right. Alvin. Yeah. So, I mean, if they get – well, Michael Tom- – just got a notification on my phone. Michael Thomas is going to miss several weeks. Oh, um, With a high ankle sprain, which that's really great for – We just broke that news. We're saying it. Yeah. No. Da-da-da-da. Breaking <laughs> news. You heard it here first. Yeah, maybe. But Probably. like he, let me read. I also, I also, you, didn't, you didn't hear it here first. No, <laughs> everybody else is going to. I also yeah. just got. I also just got an yeah. update that Allen Robinson hasn't requested a trade. See, my buddy texted me and or texted our group chat and was like, "Oh my god, a Rob, a Rob's getting traded. Season's over." And I was, I was reading a little more into it. He doesn't. It's like you have to read the. He worded the vocabulary. His agent, whatever, whoever put it out worded the vocabulary very well. It was like, if we if we were closer to a deal a few weeks ago, he wouldn't be thinking about like asking for a trade. Like, yeah, you know how the media is, let alone in Chicago, they're gonna everything's gonna take it out but of context. Also, also, I think A. Rob needs to get paid. Pay that big money. time. But he's also making eight hundred thousand dollars every single Sunday. Like yeah. that's still absurd. But again, we're not professional athletes, so we're always going to think that that's fucking absurd. Yeah. All right. So here from Tom Pelissero, Saints stud wide receiver Michael Thomas's high ankle sprain is reportedly worse than originally thought, and he is now expect, expected to miss at least several weeks. Bucks Super Bowl. Camara, he's looking spicy now. I think uh, yeah. I don't know if I have him. I have fucking – can you talk to me a little bit about Jonathan Taylor because uh, – I, have- I intentionally overpaid for him in our option <laughs> league draft because he is Zeke 2.0. I know, and they didn't use him that much. Doesn't matter. Marlon Mack tore his Achilles. He's the starting running back. Oh, darn. Hate to hear that. <laughs> I love it. RIP Marlon Mack in peace, but <laughs> I have Jonathan Taylor. my fantasy my team just got so much spicier. I have Jonathan Taylor. What about oh, Naeem Heights? He's going to be Tariq Cohen from 2018. He's going to be – like, they could both be top 12. I also guys. picked the Colts. So Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara is like – Yes. I also picked the Colts to go to the Super Bowl, and they lost to Jacksonville, who yeah. has half a team. Austin Eckler is looking really kind of scary, too, because he's missing a lot of those Bill Rivers dump-offs that yeah. Naeem Hines and Jonathan Taylor are relishing in right but now. But don't worry. Fucking – He's Anthony a good Lynn running back. Anthony a running back. He's their head coach. Eckler will be fine. He'll, he'll get targets, too. I mean, he still had 19 carries. That's like top – I think that was top five on the week. I mean, I'm not worried. The only thing that would worry me with Eckler is that they're stacking the box against Tyrod, which makes it harder to get, like, solid gains. But that means you could break one off. If you get to the outside and the whole defense is rushing yeah. the line of scrimmage, mm-hmm. you just got to get – like, if your wide receivers put a block on any of the defensive backs, you're gone. Yeah. Right. And he's I mean, quick. I totally forgot to even talk about that because that was the shithole game of the week was Chargers fucking Bengals. Yeah. I totally forgot that they even played. But, oh, my God. Kickers literally had <laughs> one job. <laughs> and Joe Burrow looked nice. He looked that good at the touchdown end of the game, yeah. at the end of the game or should have been touchdown. Uh, no. they, they're calling it Phantom P.I. He clearly pushed off him. Clearly pushed off. Okay. If we're talking we're about Jalen Ramsey, yeah, yes, the that Ramsey was belt. a load of horse shit. Yeah. But still. He deserves an Academy Award for that. Well, yeah. that's why he gets paid. 
Yeah. Got, same thing with the NBA. You just got to. But fuck. Khalil Mack can't get any holding calls. It's baloney. Well, he's got too many people around him. Fucking wide receivers and DBs are always one on one. Khalil Mack's going up the gut to a 300 pound behemoth. All I'm saying is Michael Gallup is so talented. Yeah. That dude. I'm really, 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 really glad that that was pass interference though, because I played against Michael Gallup and that won me. Also, Saquon shit in the bed also won. I would have yeah. won. I would have won a pretty nice parlay if that catch had happened. Really? Yeah. Would have been like a 42-yard touchdown. Sorry to hear that. It wouldn't have been a touchdown because he fell right after, but... But he fell then, right after but then, he saw the flag. But then Ze- yeah, exactly. But then Zeke probably would have gotten another touchdown, which means fantasy, hello, hey, how you doing? I win by more. Also, I'm 1-0, 1-0 in both my fantasy leagues. Hand me the trophy now because God knows I need it. I honestly, I was 1-0. I'm not done. Oh, sorry. And then I would have won the parlay. Now, now I'm, I'm done. done. <laughs> <laughs> I have two things to say here. Um, number one, I'm 1-0 in both of my leagues, but I think going 0-1 is better. Because like then you're like, Shut okay, up. it's no, I'm 1-0 as well. But I want to go 0 and 1 because now I'm just like, oh, I'm going straight to the fucking championship. <laughs> yeah. And also, when you talk about it's SoFi Stadium, might yeah. not be so fire because two people on the Cowboys may be out for an extended period of time. Blake Jarwin, his hamstrings all fucked up. He's out. He for tore his ACL. And Van Der Esch. Ooh, yeah. Van Esch is I, gone. He was getting extra. I know who those guys are. He didn't play the rest of the game. Van Der Esch is the fucking linebacker. I forget where he went to college. I know some of these but words. He played, yeah, <laughs> he's so good at linebacker because he played seven on seven in high school because they didn't have enough people. He's from like North Dakota. That's insane. That's why he's a monster. He is one of the OGs that still wears a neck roll, and I oh, love yeah. that energy. Yeah. yeah, dude, that always reminds me of Waterboy. Goat ball toter of all time. Yeah. Mike Allstott. Oh, no doubt. Dude was you know, a, you know who he played for? My Bucks. That's true. That's facts. And you would know. Lifelong Bucks fan. Lifelong fan. Mike Allstott's actually my uh, godfather. That's what it was. Ooh. Oh, nice. Yeah, because cool I, was, relationship. I was born in Tampa Bay, actually, at Raymond James Stadium. That's why my friends call me Ray Ray. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. I, I love the stadium. Um, Brady, so... I don't know if we're going to get another chance to do another episode before week two kicks off. So can you give us a three-team Brady's Fade Me parlay? Yeah, thanks for – oh, man. This is actually a stacked week. Can I give an actual parlay? Sure. So Brady's Fade Me parlay and then Brez's – we need to come up with a fun name for that. So um, Brez's Bets. Mm. That's pretty lame. <laughs> we'll take suggestions on that one. And then, if, uh, we weren't, if we weren't a Bears and Bucks podcast, I would tell you to take the Giants my line because, like, that's a play. You, but but you don't guys, do it. Don't do it. Don't do that. You guys can think of uh, your bets, and I'll just serenade these fine folks with a little bit about how fun the White Sox are to watch play baseball. Let's not do that. No, it's okay. You guys L.A. Dodgers, you guys, coming for that ass. You guys, you guys figure out what parlay you're thinking and i'll just tell these fine folks of wherever you're from that it's a fun time to be a white Sox fan um if you have a family member struggling and they need a quick pick me up just hand them a Sox jersey tell them they're a fan of our team now because gosh darn it we bring you happiness in a win fashion we have just a bunch of talented folks on the south side bringing in uh, championship caliber play week in week out day in day out and it's just 
serotonin delivered to the heart. It's a fun time to be a White Sox fan, and God bless it. I'm happy to be one. Now, Brady, can we get a three-team parlay of Brady's Fade Me's? Absolutely. So even though I said that the Colts were going to the Super Bowl, it is actually blasphemy that they are minus three right now against the Vikings. So you take the Vikings with the points if you want to, but I'm going to take their money line because I don't see how the Colts are better than the Vikings at all. Vikings coming off a tough loss, and everybody thinks they're terrible, even though they went against one of the better quarterbacks to ever live. So we're going to take the Vikings plus three, actually. We like those three points because the NFL is fixed. And we love the Patriots-Seahawks under Sunday night football game. Patriots have the best defense. other than Steelers, Patriots probably tied for best defense in the NFL. Seahawks have a high-powered, one of the better quarterbacks to ever live as well. But they have a high-powered offense, but they also have a great defense. I think it's going to be a test for Cam Newton. I think it's also going to be a test for Russell uh, Russell Westbrook. (laughs) Russell Westbrook. Russell Wilson. So I'd say take the under in that game. And um, we got to get a Thursday night game because it's already – it's in two days already. Yeah, absolutely. you got to get the parlay started. So I think that – that kick, especially because he tore something in his calf, the mm-hmm. Bengals kicker, Bullock, isn't mm-hmm. he right? Fat guy. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I think that was the start of the end for the Bengals. I think Joe Burrow played very well, and I think he will continue to play well. And I understand that the Browns are maybe as dysfunctional. Yeah, they're not good. But that is also a tough loss. And I think that the Browns are going to shit on the Bengals. Nice. Good. <laughs> Like, like Odell. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I got it. Getting pooped on. Because of the poop. Yeah. Yep, you got it. All right, so we got the Vikings either money line or with the points because they're the dogs. We got the Seahawks. Um, Patriots. Patriots under. under. And then the Browns, you taking money line or you oh, no, taking minus the points? Six. Minus six. All right. That is the Brady's Fade Me's parlay. Brez, what are you giving us? All righty. Let me pull this up here. Oh, the Browns are at home, too. I (laughs) really like the Packers going in and blowing the doors off of the Lions. Aaron Rodgers, fuck you, Tour 2020. First leg of the parlay is Packers minus six. I just think that they're going to have their way with the... Lions secondary. Now sure. that Desmond Trufant is out there, top cornerback. Jeff Okuda is still out. Devontae Adams is going to eat. Um, all right, we'll, we'll throw a couple. We're going to make this a four-team parlay. All right, get after it. <laughs> we're going to go uh, We're gonna go Titans money line. The odds aren't great on this, but it's a juicer for the parlay. Okay. So we're just upping the odds a little bit. What do we got going on for that game? Who are the Titans facing? They're facing the Jaguars Undefeated at Jaguars. home. Undefeated Jaguars at home. Uh, I think that the Titans D-line will tighten up a little bit. I mean, they played well against the they Broncos. Tighten up a little <laughs> bit. Oh! Yes, come on. Um, so you're taking just money line with the Titans? Just money line with the Titans. It's a big juicer. I like right. the Ravens minus six against the Texans. And this one is so obvious. The Niners minus seven against the Jets. Has to be. Has, Has to, to be. be. That's back. the lock of yeah. the century. I yeah, will I literally think... take out a loan yeah. to bet the entire thing on that. 
All right, so we got uh, the Niners covering the spread against the Jets. We got Aaron Rodgers' fuck you tour. Um, and then you're not going any over-unders. You're just going money lines or spreads? Yep. Cool. Just so you got games. Tennessee with the, with the just money line, uh, Packers with the points, Niners with the points, and what was the fourth? Ravens. 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 All right. Caw. Caw, I'll give an honorable mention to the Cowboys are the only other team other than Kansas City to allow a few amount of fans. The Falcons are going into Dallas. The Falcons stink, but I am usually bet them. I'm addicted (laughs) to doing it. But this week, I'm going to take the Cowboys minus five. I like the over in that game, too, even though it's high. Just because the fan factor. All right, and since I just don't want to feel left out, I'm just doing one pick, and you goddamn know what it is. Bears minus four and a half against the Giants. Fucking sign it in. Take it home. I love that. And we're spicy. back. We're all the way back. I love that. Saquon's washed. And I love the Niners bet because... Allen Robinson is getting paid before Sunday, and we're all going to have a good family dinner Sunday night enjoying our money from the parlays and housing the Bears. You know why I love the uh, Niners and the Bears pick? Because they're playing against two teams from New York. <laughs> <laughs> and and you think fair. they're 0-1 and going to have bounce back games, but they're not. Just when you think something's going to go good, it's that. The Cowboys are about to put up a billion points. Yeah, I can guarantee true. you that. All right, there is the track another track. added pick to the parlay. This is going to be a huge parlay if it hits. I am <laughs> going to bet 50 on this parlay. Um, over 52 and a half in the Cowboys. That's Falcons such a trap. <laughs> I, love it. I love it. It's a I trap, love it. but I love, I love it. it. Dude, Cowboys defense might be a little soft. I know. Exactly. Leighton Vanderash isn't there. But it's like it's like the Joey Public bet of the week. Like Everything is pointing towards that over coming in. Like, everybody's going to hammer that. I love it. So yeah. hopefully it'll go down a little bit because everyone's going to hammer it. Yeah. But, or maybe, wait. It would go up. go up. Yeah. Okay, yes. <laughs> Clearly I'm of a professional game. Yeah. You know what? Lock this parlay in. <laughs> throw it all in a teaser. <laughs> oh, yeah, and then you don't have to. Get the points. Then yeah. you don't Take a take touchdown on each game. That's a then good Then, boom. Point. You then, got the Ravens money yep. line. Then you got the Titans. The Titans. The Packers. Plus seven against the fucking lowly whoever the plans. <laughs> uh, then who the else? 49 we got? The 49ers. The 49ers money line. Oh my God. Against the gosh darn Jets. All right. Dude, well, we're bringing now, it down to 40, 40, what is it? 46 <laughs> on yep. the uh, over on the 23 yep. 23. That's going to happen in the first half. All right. It's probably true. So since we're all just talking. Um, <laughs> I'm going to add mine into a parlay, and it's you're taking the Chicago Bears, the Chicago White Sox, and the Chicago Cubs all to win on Sunday. Sign it. Take it home. It happened last Sunday. means it happens this Sunday. Every single time. I love that parlay. Mm-hmm. The Chicago The White Sox are going against the Reds, and the Cubs are going against the Twins. We want the Cubs to win as Sox fans and as White Sox fans, the Sox are just going to win. So, <laughs> I love that confidence that just leads to the dismal Sunday where the Bears fucking lose. You think my Sundays aren't already terrible? No, they're I'm great. back in no, school. That's the best part. <laughs> the best part about Sundays. The existential that, crisis that happens on Sundays after football is done. It's just like, no, it's, fuck. It's, it's, like, it's like third quarter of the 3 10 games. Yeah. That's when I start bugging. Yeah. <laughs> I 
hate everything about my life right now. 11.30 is just like literally I've never been happier. It's such a natural high that you can never replace other than 11.30, 30 minutes till kickoff of 90,000 games of football. Factual. And then 6 o'clock hits and you're like, oh shit, it's Sunday. Yep. But we still got one more game. There it is. <laughs> what if you lose that Sunday night bet? Oh boy, jeepers. Don't worry about it. We still got plenty of there's a lot of game. Left. But now every week's gonna go by so fast. It's like, oh, shut fuck, up, shut it's up, shut Monday. up, shut up, Why? Because I don't want to think about Monday on Tuesday. No, I know, but I'm talking about <laughs> yeah. Like, whoa, that's I'm a bummer. Like, this, the <laughs> no, I know. I don't, go yeah. Slow. Yeah. But then it's like, oh fuck, yeah, it's Tuesday, no right. football. But there's only two days of no football before more football. And that's how we'll leave you with Brady screaming with us, at us, to us, for us. Ladies and gentlemen, season two, episode four in the books. Brady, I promise we will get to an episode about you. I don't care about me. I care about the Bucks and the gosh darn Bulls. Go Bulls! Amen. Peace, love, and happiness. Hear from us next time. All right, y'all. Yo. with me get high and catch a vibe with me this music that make you feel good do it for the real ones do it while i still can this is for the real fans we're singing along with the satellite shows i know i ain't so fly don't you think so too shawty trying to come through to kick it like kung fu on the block cruise with the sunroof open i'm the one who everybody love everybody want to be like me i cha-cha real smooth do 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 i break rules and race roofs it break goose with great juice i make moves and i'm making music and hey, ain't loose homie, homie.